Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Audio Roulette Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that you can make an entire history lesson of a metal band and nobody fucking watches it. Uh, we are back. <laughs> 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 uh, right off the bat, right off the bat, let's get that going. Um, I'm joined once again by my good buddy Soap, and we are going to be reviewing uh, Future's uh, Turning Into an Airplane album known as Ooh. high off life uh so <laughs> so right off the bat i already enjoyed it much better soap and i talked about this a little bit while i was trying to get my fucking wi-fi to work i enjoyed this album so much more than i enjoyed little baby's album it basically was my reference point of going this is better than little baby man that song's kind of eh but still better than little baby <laughs> i kept hitting him with that so what what were your overall thoughts on the album before we go dissecting all of the you know non-respecting women man known as Future? His name should be Past, uh, by the way. It should be called Past because you know his mindset and everything is in the past. No, Future. <laughs> he's like little baby. I want consent. I care about women, but instead he's just like, man, she black and knees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Wait, so you asked my what my overall thoughts were. Yeah, which I'm sure we're gonna do it again at the end of it. But yeah, we're, we're gonna do it about three times through at least. I would say <laughs> probably, this. I was... Probably. Um. It was pretty decently okay, in my opinion. However, I will say that. A lot of my opinions on this album have to do slightly less with the album itself and more or less how much I loved his previous album. I mm. adored The Wizard. This is not anywhere close to The Wizard for me. Well, no, he's not a wizard. He's turning into an airplane. Yes, I. Hey, he already casted the spell. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it from it? Leviosa. And he just <laughs> takes off. And he just goes, he's like, <laughs> If y'all don't know what we're talking about, the artwork makes it look like he's about to start flapping his arms to take off. He's like jumping off of something. I don't understand. Wee. Wee. He was trying to recreate Die Lit where he does the backflip, but he didn't want to do a backflip. So he was like, I'm just going to fly. <laughs> it's birdie time, boys. <laughs> Dude, every single person here missed because we stopped recording and then we had like another 30 minutes of just making fun of this album and like little babies uh, like why he didn't get a turn or whatever which fun fact little baby makes a guest appearance on the final song and i got a lot Ooh. to say about that <laughs> all right so going straight in trapped in the sun first track banger i loved it i didn't you, what? okay okay well, that's my my second least favorite track <laughs> that's not what i was saying okay why didn't you like it why didn't you like it um it was it was just perfectly okay there's nothing bad about it there was nothing good about it <laughs> that was it was like this is a song it's okay I thought it was very uh, okay. I thought it was good for like a first track, like coming into the album. It was better than whatever little babies was. I don't remember better than that. I don't remember what it was either, but it was better than whatever it was. View artist. Let's look at little baby. Uh, what was it called? Get ugly. Oh yeah, that's the one. The oh, one that, that was... terrible song. Yeah, that was yeah, bad. The one that I was like. I was expecting, you know, a Jason Derulo type hype song, but instead I got I got the uh, foreign. I, I respect women. <laughs> the only difference between Future and Little Baby is one does not respect women. <laughs> I feel like Future has more fun in his songs though because of that. <laughs> Little baby's like, wait, I do not condone not respecting women. That let me make that very clear. Yes, so we are. We are very much so pro. We are very, very pro <laughs> pro women. But future ain't. <laughs> Future's got like a hundred children. All right, he's 
He doesn't care. That Mother's um, Day thing was still the best thing ever. <laughs> Yo, Tanisha, thank you so much for being a great, great mother great. to our son. Danica, thank you so much <laughs> for being a light to our son. Natasha, I want to thank you so much. <laughs> Just nothing but... I feel like this is what happened in between the song. After each song he recorded, he had to go over to his producer and he was like, hey, oh man, what else can I call a woman that's, that's a positive thing? Um, I don't know. You can say that she's a human. Damn, you're right. favorite human. You're right. You're a beautiful human. You are not like the other humans. I like banging Do not you scroll the down most. My Twitter feed. I just just look at this tweet. None of those other ones. You belong just... to the streets, but I give you a home. You're my favorite human. For at least one night, you get a home. <laughs> and I ain't wearing a condom. <laughs> I don't believe in that. So I thought Dragon Sun was good. I thought it was just you know, it was a banger. I didn't really have a whole lot to say about the track i was just like this is a really good start at least it kind of sets the mood for what the album is gonna be instead of just yeah. like throw in some track that's like some i don't know he's talking he's like man we about to get high off life no hopping on there i turned to a bird for this album i'm going <laughs> you know i'm just i'm popping off i think he did really good the next one high tech tech I thought it was not bad, but it would have been better if it was only like a two-minute long song. It went way too long, in my opinion. Now, I love this song, but that's because I love the producer. I love almost every beat ATL Jacob does. Every beat that ATL Jacob does is just amazing to me. So I was really, I did not even care about Future. I was just like, yes, more ATL Jacob. (laughs) See, I thought, so... There was a little bit of the issue on it, which I want to talk about after because I want people to understand why I why I am so hard on mumble rappers to an extent. But I just thought that the entire song was like, okay, it would have been good, but if it was a shorter song, it would have been better. It's kind of like, you know, I wouldn't listen to a four-minute 6 9 song, but when it's like two minutes long, I'm like, dude, this shit's fire. But if I had to listen to him go on and on about being a Trey Blood, well, not being allowed to say the word Trey Blood. Well, uh, he ain't doing any of that anymore. No, now he just goes, ah-ha, ah-ha, ah-ha. Um, Yeah, I just thought it would have been a way better, like, two-minute, two-and-a-half-minute song. Because it got hype, and then I was kind of like, it's not ending. Okay, it's really not ending. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. Here's the bass that's going to end. Oh, no, it's another verse. Future never stop. Future, you that gotta... was the That was the intro song to The Wizard, which was a much better intro song than <laughs> Trapped in the Sun was. Uh, next song, Touch the Sky. What What did you think of it? Uh, I, I held it basically the same spot as High Tech Tech. I mean, once again, it was a solid banger. I liked it. kind of had like that sinister vibe to it there in a sense Mm -hmm. you know beat wise um i I like that i thought it was i thought it was solid i did enjoy on the verse where he started like i don't know what he was thinking but he went into like that hispanic voice for a couple verses i don't i can't remember Uh, the exact lyrics he said but he was like uh oh what was it the beat kind of switched ever so slightly and he's just like I'm going to take you into Bay. You don't know. And I was like, what? Oh. I was like, what did he, did he just do that? Did he he just go full Mexicano? Oh, shit. It would have made it better if he started rapping in Spanish at that point. I would have started, I would have lost it. Because I started laughing. Because then he ends the verse by going, yeah, yeah. Hold on, one second. I want to, I want to see something really quick. Um. I actually okay, never mind. I think it was actually high tech tech. There was um one of the songs here in the start, I'm pretty certain it was high tech tech, it might have been touched Scott. I'm not listening to the whole song to check. One of the songs used a flow from uh 
his last album, The Wizard, from the song Jumping Off a Jet. It, it used it like for a brief moment, and that was like, the only thing I could focus on the song. I think that also contributed to my enjoyment. And I was like, wow, this reminds me of that other song. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. It was like advertisement placing. It was like product placement, just like, oh, if I put this in here. Yeah, see? Guys, I'm going back to my roots right there. See that? That's a, that's a little something for you. A little bit in the back. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was okay. It wasn't shabby. It was just a little bland to yeah. me. Uh Solitaire's with Travis Okay, I was excited to see Travis Scott on a song. And all I could say is meh. Yeah. It, it was meh. I, I, I like Scott. I, I thought the future was pretty meh on it though. I, I feel like he'd he'd Future didn't perform as well as he did on the past two songs in my opinion. Uh I think that oh, most definitely. Travis Scott brightened it up for me with that i think he had i don't know if it was the last verse or second last verse but you know towards the end he had a good verse and i was like oh, okay that's cool I, I originally i think i originally gave it a three and i upped it up to a 3.5 after travis scott's verse so i was like oh, okay that's the verse you know it's okay i was like i was expecting him to pop in with like you know kind of like the metro Boomin album uh uh oh, what's it called ah, damn it what is it it is Oh man! Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, come on though. Features with Travis Scott. Oh, Ghost. Yeah, Travis Scott's on a few songs. I need to listen to that. Uh, not Dreamcatcher. What's up? What the hell? They like skipped my favorite song by him on this thing. Not all heroes wear capes. Go to the album. Overdue. You got like I was expecting something kind of like that, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a banger." And I just got boring or bored. Riding yeah. Strikers um, was decent to me. I was like, "Okay, this is good," until the end. Then it just went hard. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I like this. That it... is actually my least favorite song on the album. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One of these songs will I was agree. just bored. It, I thought it was cool. I liked how we would start getting into a little bit of a storytelling with it. And so I was like, eh, it's decent. And then the end just kind of like the beat kind of picked up more. And he started getting more into it. And I was like, okay, that's dope. I like that. But overall... It wouldn't be one that I would just go and listen to over and over and over again. Oh yeah, the the so far the only one that I would listen to over and over again of the songs we listen to would be "Trapped in the Sun." That's that would be like the only one out of these songs I would just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen to it." One of my was boring. It was so repetitive, and it was. I so liked boring. it for the, like the first two minutes, and then it got it kept going. <laughs> It, yeah, it was one of those songs that maybe if it was a shorter song, I would have enjoyed it. Actually, no. I think I got like a minute in, and I was like, I am so bored. Because he kept repeating the same words over a, one of my, mm, ain't no broke. One of my, mm, you got it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, we get it. It's one of your boys. Can we move on from this? Uh. Posted with Demons was a little baby filler song. Really? I I couldn't. I just couldn't. It was too much like little bit baby. It was so monotone and didn't move. I couldn't stand it. I, I love that one. I gave that a four point five. <laughs> okay, what did you what did you like about it? I just Literally, my notes are just really hard. All I need to say that was just how I felt. But I just thought it was hard. That was that was the banger for me. <laughs> uh, hard to choose one was a filler. I couldn't. For me, it was just a filler. I I can't I can't say much more. I tried doing your thing where I tried like writing notes about it, and it was so hard for me to write notes because I'm like, it all's gonna sound. Don't same. worry. Uh, that happens to me here. About halfway, literally, some of my notes are literally just like one to two words as the album went on. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have a lot to say. Yeah, but I'm... these ones here, like, I don't have a lot to say about hard to choose one either. It's just I just kind of wrote it was like it was solid. I mean, it was 
a lot of these songs are if you put this on i wouldn't tell you to turn it off mm-hmm. but i wouldn't put it on myself that's how it felt i was exactly. like that's fine i like like if i was at fine. a party or something or i was in the car with somebody and it came on i'd be like okay all right that's pretty good but i wouldn't just go be like oh i'm gonna add this to my playlist or whatever i, I couldn't yeah okay the next song i love because i never heard this dude trillionaire I love Trillionaire. That too. was. And I don't so like Young Boy. I never heard of Young Boy Never Broke Again, which weird name. It's like that one dude, a boogie with. Well, it used movie. to be NBA Young Boy, but then he he reversed it, and then he spelled the NBA out. I don't know why. I I don't know. I loved that one. I can't really say much about it except it's just a banger. Like his flow on it. So Future it, had a good flow, and then Young Boy came in with a different voice. In a slightly changed flow, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm listening." This like revived my interest in the album. Like I was yes. really starting to be like, "Oh man!" But then it picked up here. I was like, "The hell, young boy, snapping!" It's yeah. like, this, and then he immediately happen. follows up with Harlem Shake. That I was just like, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when it starts getting into like the little baby issue that I had because the next like three songs I couldn't stand. The only word that I can use to describe too comfortable. And I feel like this sums up how I feel about the lyrics, the beat, everything. Black (laughs) Anise. That's my only takeaway from that song was him going, yeah, that bitch, Black (laughs) Anise. That's it. That sums up how I feel. Yeah. Black Anise. Like, yeah. Harlem Shake to Too Comfortable, I just wrote okay. Occasionally, I was like, it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Too Comfortable, I will say I noted that I really liked the beat, but not for Future. I don't know who to put on it, but Future was not the person who should have been on that beat. I think that someone else could have really killed that beat. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was the one that did, though. And then and then we start getting into the stuff I really enjoyed. All Bad with Little Uzi Vert. Okay, I've discovered I'm a whore for Little Uzi. Okay. I've discovered that. That was my six. That that was the song. It was the six out of six out of five song. I love that song. Best song. Then outer space. Bit. Oh my god. <laughs> Banger. I loved that song <laughs> so much. I was in Walmart today and I had it in my headphones and I was just like grooving to it. I was like boom, 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 boom. I'm like mm, I, the, the, the only boom. thing I didn't like of outer space B was um the hi hats. It was so distracting to me. The hi-hats were mixed way too high, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I guess I had this I had this on like decent volume. It was probably like 75% volume, you know? Um, and it just felt like the, the hi-hats just kept like splitting my ears. I was like, please, can you mix the hi-hats down? Because everything else is perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I was like, remember... please, make the hi-hats a little quieter. I think that was, that was the song that I didn't have anything to say on it. Like, that was bad at all. I loved it. I don't remember the hi-hats. I'm sure if I listen to it now, I'll be like, oh, my God, splitting my ears. But I thought it was good. Accepting my flaws, I Should have been the end of the album. That should have been the Hold up, hold up, hold up. So that should have been the final song. Yeah. That should have been the ending song. I agree with that. It sounded like the ending song. It did. I thought it was over, and I glanced over, and I was like, huh? Then it continued. Uh, which it goes into like life is good and last name. Life is good with feet Drake. It, oh, wait, hold feet on. Drake. That's why you're saying, oh my God, he did the same song twice, except the second yeah, one was just the, the original and the remix. I, I wasn't even that big of a fan of the life is good song, so I was like, I wasn't either. And then last name feet little Dirk. I think I remember liking little Dirk. I like that. It was um, kind of, it was a bit, it was like a, it had like a chill vibe, but they were like actually saying serious things in it. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that that went really well. Um, it probably shouldn't have been immediately after Life is Good, in my opinion. But yeah, like Little Dirk, I felt like he really snapped on there. Yeah, he did. He did really good. I'd never heard of him before, and he like popped off on it. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, now we're getting into my two favorites. Tycoon, your thoughts. I just said solid, nice beat. Banger. I fucking love that song. 
I was like the 808s, the way everything worked. I loved it. It was a bang. I don't have much to say on like the lyrics because when I listen to like Future or whatever, I'm not focusing on his lyrics because at a certain yeah, point, no, they all sound the same. So I'm just like, I like that one. The beat and everything with his flow and the auto-tune, it worked perfectly. But, okay, 100 shooters. Flute! The fucking flute. I love 100 shooters. The only thing I find weird is this song came out in, like, September last year. Well, I had not heard it before then, so... This was like brand new. I listened to it and I went, holy shit. Like, yeah, I put this on my playlist when the song came out and I saw that on this track list. I was like, what are you doing here? Wow. You coming back for more? I lo- I do love the song. I gave it a five. I, I love this song. But Dude, yeah, it was just I like, oh, where, the, where'd you come from? The flute got me and I was kind of like, you know, Future's verse on there was kind of, eh, it was okay. And... I was like, okay, I like this beat though. And then Meek Mill comes out no because I like the Tic Tac Toe song with Kodak Black on it. So oh, yeah, because yeah, you remember that first song yeah. I play, I'm like, oh shit, this is a banger. So I enjoyed listening to it. And then Doughboy, is that what his name is? Do- yeah, Doughboy. Yeah, Doughboy, dude, he popped off too. He was the perfect yeah, it was, ending it was just to a- the. Yeah, it was good. It was a good album or good song. And if for some album. reason Life Is Good comes back. And then it comes back. Now, here's my major complaint. I told y'all we were going to talk about this. At first, I couldn't tell the difference between Future and Drake. And I don't know if Drake only had like a small portion. Like a really he small He does on the remix. He's barely on the remix. Okay. Because I didn't notice him at all on the remix. I was like, eh, whatever. Then... I hear Future, and he sounds like he's been chain-smoking for 90 years. Where he's like, I don't know why there's a bit. I'm like, is that the baby? I hope that's not the baby. Then the baby comes on, and I'm like, okay, the baby had the best verse on the entire song. I will because he's right best in features. You only consume the baby in features. That's, that's I don't how know. He is. I love that rock star song. Then again, Roddy Rich is on that, but I really yeah, enjoy his flow on it. You don't want to hold the baby song. They uh, don't change very much. Hmm. Albeit though, Baby on Baby is a solid album. You should listen to that one. Baby but on Baby. Else. That sounds so messed up. In it so many really ways. does. I don't get why. Baby on Baby. That. Woo. Um. I was like, a quick way to get the FBI at your door. Little Baby, the worst verse I have heard. That was the worst way to end that song. The Baby's verse should have been the ending verse. Not Little Baby. I could not stand it. He was... It was like listening to an amalgamation of all of the filler songs on his album in a verse. And I was bored. For me, it, it, it works because I liked hearing different voices by this point at the end of the album here. So there's not a lot of features here for the length. Mm-hmm. And so I actually had no complaints with the, with his verse. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular. I don't particularly remember it, but I was just like, okay, cool, more voices. I didn't really care. I wasn't 100% into the album by this point. I was kind of just like, yeah, it's, it's music. <laughs> yeah, by, by the ending point of it, so I listened all the way up to... Outer Space B last night, and then I only had like six songs to go or whatever for today. But I just, they should not have let Little Baby in the album. It just, it did not work. And there just, there shouldn't be both versions of Life is Good. I don't, I, I don't, like I don't know why they would do that anyway. Like, if you're going to do that, at least release it with like the deluxe edition or whatever. Like, see, the thing is, uh, first of all, my opinion on Life is Good is actually different than most people, at least as far as what all my friends have always said. I prefer Future's part on Life is Good over Drake's part. Most of my friends like listen to the Drake part and then skip the song before Future even comes on. Um, I vastly prefer Future's part on it. And then uh, I, I actually prefer the remix because I think that the other verses helped it more than Drake's verse because I, I really didn't really like Drake's verse on Life is Good ever. So making it very, very short... I uh, I enjoyed the remix a lot more. I just wish that both of them weren't here. <laughs> yeah, it it was crazy. It was crazy. I wasn't. I just wasn't a fan of it. I I forgot all about life is good 
Like I literally. I think most people do. Yeah, it's just it's not a exemplary song. It's just, eh. There we go. It's it's a song. I, I was thinking that it was gonna be like a single for "What a Time to Be Alive" too, but it, it, I guess it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it. I couldn't. I couldn't get over it. Now, overall, for the album, of the songs I enjoyed on the album, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight songs out of 21 I enjoyed. That's about four or five more than I liked on Little Baby's album. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. And even the songs I wasn't like super happy with, those are just the songs I added on my playlist. The songs I wasn't like super happy with, I still was like, all right, this is good. Like, it's not my stuff, but this is good. I enjoy it overall. I can say I don't think any song was below average. I think that at worst they were average. Yeah. I I would definitely give this album probably like a four, maybe. That's like a one to five. That's right about where I'm sitting. I, uh, you know, I did exactly what I did last time, rated each song, added up the average, and the average was a 3.8, which although that's kind of a strange rating for an album, I'm kind of sticking with 3.8 because I don't really feel this deserves to go quite up to a four yet for me, but Mm -hmm. it's. Better than Little Babies. If anything, listening to this album made me want to rate Little Babies lower mm-hmm. than make this one. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt here. I was like, I, I prefer this definitely in, in like every way. Yeah, it was so much more enjoyable to listen to. Now, my issue with Mumble Rappers, and here, uh, like I went on a whole rant to my parents last night. I was talking with them, and I was like, this is why I don't like this. I love Mumble Rap. I love listening to stuff that, you know, is barely, you can barely understand what they're saying. The high beats, the auto-tune, everything. I enjoy that. I I thoroughly enjoy it. But my issue is, is that mumble rappers on like their albums or whatever, every song starts sounding the same, except for a select few like banger tracks that are just like, they stand out or whatever. Now on an album, you're going to have standout tracks no matter what genre you're in. But on mumble rap albums, you can always count on there being like two or three standout tracks. And then it just kind of goes away. You know, the rest of the album is just like, eh, it's there. My issue is, is that mumble rappers like, you know, Future, Travis Scott, which I love basically anything Travis Scott touches, except for this one. Uh, Little Uzi, Drake, um, Little Baby, Dub Baby, all this. They're put so high up on this pedestal, right? They're like way up here, selling out stadiums, all that shit. They're so far up here that nobody is holding their music accountable anymore. Like they can make an album full of nothing but fillers and maybe one song that stand out. And everybody will just play that one song and sell out stadiums for them. Because they're like, oh my God, I love this. Whereas if you have a band that's like, Corn, Corn released an album with Skrillex. They wanted to test something new out. They got flamed so fucking hard for that. Like nobody was listening to Corn during this time. A Day to Remember releases something that everybody's like, "Oh my god, what the hell? This isn't." No. They get flamed for it. Any band or musician gets flamed as hell. But these mumble rappers are like above that, where they can make a shitty album. And then they're not held accountable for it. And I think that that disconnect there is so messed up. Because, you know, if I'm listening, if I'm purchasing, you know, a 21-song album, let's say I just blindly purchased Future's 21-song album, High Off Life, and I only had, you know, maybe eight tracks on it that I enjoyed out of 21, I'd be disappointed. I'd be like, where the hell was where the hell was the producer? Why wasn't there anybody telling them, this is not good, you need to change this. Oh, you need to pick this up. Instead, they're allowed to kind of roll through with like, you know, same sounding hi-hats, very similar sounding beats, very similar sounding flows where there's almost like no distinguishable difference between the different artists. And that's where that's where my main issue is. I like the mumble rap genre. I enjoy it. I just think that they should be held to a higher standard than they're being held at right now. Because, like, lyric-wise, who gives a shit? You know, if it's about girls and cars and all that shit, that's whatever. I don't care about that. 
I'm saying music-wise, they should be doing different. They should not be allowed to get away with making songs that sound exactly the same over and over and over again on an album and still selling out stadiums. They should be held accountable and be like, okay, you need to change up lyrics on this. Here's a song that you did really popular on. Expand upon that. You know, Take what did really well in this song and add it into this one and do a new spin on it. Or continue doing something like this and growing that don't just make an album that feels like you're just being lazy where it's like yeah we made two songs that are going to be good we'll just fill the rest with nothing that that's my take on the genre where i feel like they're just not held to a higher standard that they should be at this point i agree and disagree namely with the terminology because i think you mentioned all, every artist you mentioned, I don't consider a single one of them mumble rappers. Future, maybe. But you said, like, Drake, Uzi, and, and Travis Scott, like, none of those are in mumbling. They're just modern rap. That's not, they're not in the mumbling section. Like I said, Cardi, Cardi is mumbling. It's like, Cardi is barely coherent English. He even acknowledges this here, like, on uh, on one of his songs, R.I.P. Cardi says, he's like, I made a bill off that mumbling shit. I bought a crib for my mom off that mumbling shit. So it's like, he, he's aware. I definitely don't think that some of the artists you mentioned are mumblers. However, I do agree to an extent with certain things. Drake, most notably, in my opinion, I don't think Drake has had a good song in a very long time now, but he's still super popular. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it wasn't for long, Toosie Slide was popular. Toosie Slide sucks. Like, I will tell you that right now. I listened to that song. I was like, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> Life is good. People were hyped about that. I was like, Drake's part is the worst part of this song. Most of Scorpion. Scorpion side A was pretty good, but like almost all of side B sucked. It was just like, I don't get why this is here. Go back there. Like The last Drake project that, as far as I'm aware, at least the last one I really, really enjoyed was, if you're reading this, is too late. Um, and that was like in 2016. I don't think Drake's really had much good songs since Oh, it's got to be a older few. than that. I think it's older than that. It's older than 2016. Okay. I thought it was. Maybe I, I'm getting it wrong. I just remember I don't when even I played know. heavy uh, Black Ops 2 on PS4 or PS3. 2015. Okay, it was, I guess, around that Fifth. era. That's weird. Close. Yeah, I, but still, it's like he's made songs since then that are still decent. Like Scorpion, especially. It has a couple songs that I, I do love. But I feel like just like Drake can is. Especially with his most recent songs, he's discovered the fact that he can kind of just release whatever he wants and it was popular. Uzi, I definitely don't think is in that same category because I feel like everything Uzi's been releasing is quality. I mean, Eternal Estate like was He's expanding upon it. He's expanding upon Like listening to EXO Tour Life and then listening to P2, you can see that he is improving in the area that he's in. That he's like yeah. fixing flows. He's fixing the way his voice sounds. He's fixing different parts parts that are really strong are getting stronger parts that were kind of weak are starting to improve upon yeah i i definitely i think that there is that there is definitely an extent of people being held higher than they should be but i do think that honestly in my opinion especially if you're talking actually deeper in the mumbling scene um there's actually a lot more experimentation and development than outside of it because you can't just make the same songs in that section. You have to be diverse. That's one of the reasons I love Cardi so much is Cardi on self-titled and Cardi on Dilet and Cardi on the whole lot of Red Leaks. They sound like three completely different artists with his level of experimentation. Now, it doesn't always work. Some of the more recent leaks for a whole lot of Red have not been the best, as well as some of his more recent verses, like on Pain 1993, have not been the greatest. Not bad, grew on me, but they're not anything impressive. Um, regardless, he's still experimenting, and I think that that experimentation is actually a, a core feature of that genre. I feel that your problem is more with the most mainstream of artists, where those mainstream artists can do whatever they want and they'll get played at parties. I don't think there's any Drake song you could put on and somebody would be like, turn that off, like because it's just it's a Drake song. No one's going to complain. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good it is. And I think, so... When I say like mumble rap and stuff, I mean in like where, you know, it's kind of getting into like, so you had like the era of like gangster rap, which was like, you know, NWA, um, uh, Ice Cube, Ice-T, uh, 
Snoop Dogg. Like stuff 80s, like, early 90s era. Yeah, Wu-Tang, yeah. all that stuff. E- even into like late 90s with like 50 Cent, Eminem, stuff like that, you were getting Sorry. into that like gangster era where it was like, you know, you could hear everything. They're speaking on issues that are meaningful and stuff. And then it kind of, rap sort of started dying out around, I want to say, maybe Relapse, when Eminem released like Relapse or whatever, rap was kind of- Like 09? Yeah, it was kind of at a point where it was like, during that point, of course, a lot of like emo- music and stuff was popping up so that was kind of taking over the forefront of shit same thing with like pop punk and stuff like blink 182 fallout boy all this stuff started coming in and so rap kind of got toppled then it had a resurgence with you know like drake and kanye stuff yeah well when kanye like blew up to fucking god mode basically where it was like oh kanye yeah he's like a god basically um but when I say like mumble rap, during this era, mumble rap was not how it is today where, you know, now there's mumble rap and then there's the genre mumble rap. It all kind of had the same where it's kind of like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do be, I don't want to take a chance. Like that was Drake. Drake had a more lazy way of rapping, which got dubbed mumble rap. And then nowadays, there's a whole genre of mumble rap where they know what they're doing. Like, they know that they're mumbling. They're going in to be kind of incoherent and stuff like that, like Playboy Cardi and stuff. But the popular people that got into mumble rap and stuff, like, I guess Travis Scott isn't necessarily mumble rap. He was kind of like, he has tracks where he does kind of touch upon it. But I guess you're right. He doesn't really have that mumble rap in general. Drake definitely did with the lazy stuff, and then now he's doing R&B, which is kind of weird hearing a rapper go from, you know, rap to, Kiki, do you love me? I'm writing. It's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, All right. but Drake doesn't have a lot of records for me personally. I, I love um, Take Care, and if you're reading this, but outside of that, not a huge fan of mine. I have – I've really never gotten into – Drake in general like I think I have uh what is it I don't even know what the song is called the Kiki do you love me song I have that in my feelings in my feelings I have that song on my playlist just because it's catchy it's catchy as hell and it it's is. stuck in your That's head why I blew up. yeah so I'm like okay I enjoy that but I mean I, I do think that you know when it comes to a smaller community like the true mumble rap artist, now that there is a genre mumble rap, like Playboy Cardi, uh, stuff like that, that's starting, that has a lot of experimentation, a lot of different stuff, which I appreciate. There's also that whole genre of uh, rap that's kind of, 6 9 kind of spawned, you know, like uh, Josiah with Break Shit and like songs like Rip Roach or whatever from uh, XXX. There's like that whole genre. That genre is starting to blow up, and I'm really excited about because I enjoy. I really enjoy that stuff. It's just hard beats with borderline just raw screaming with rap. I enjoy that. I thought you just need to listen to more X. Like, yeah, no, no. I I, I, I I I need to, but I do agree that in the smaller communities, there's well, when you're smaller like that, when you have more of a niche genre you want to grow bigger. So you're trying, you're experimenting, you're growing, you're improving everything. Cause you have something to prove these guys like, you know, Drake, um, future little baby, stuff like that. They're not held to a higher standard cause they've already made it. So they're like, why do I need to improve? I, I'm here. I'm making a ton of money. I got the hookers. I got the drugs. I got the cars. Why do I have to fix whatever it is I'm doing? So, I just I just feel like across the board, not even just with rap, but in every music category, people need to be held accountable for it. And I'm all for growing and trying out new things, but like, you know, Wage War. I loved Deadweight. Deadweight is like one of my all-time favorite albums, and I really enjoy Blueprints. Then they released this new album called Pressure. I enjoyed that one. I did enjoy it. But there were a lot of songs on there where it was 
they went a little bit more past trying something out to straight up like selling out. Like Fallout Boy, they sold out. Nobody held them accountable. They went dubstep. Like, really? <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon went from like deathcore to sort of metalcore, which I understand. They're kind of there's a difference, and then they spawned a whole new style of metalcore. But then they went pop. And it's like, all right. They got big enough that they no longer have to care about it and improving. They can just do whatever makes the buck quickest, which I think is just a really disappointing thing because at a certain point, you're not doing it for the love of music or because you want to tell your story. You're doing it just for the money. So that's that's my take on the whole mumble rap genre and what my biggest issue is because I, I know I'm hard on like Little Baby and I know I'm like hard on Future or whatever in these reviews, but it's because I can hear the talent on songs but then it's almost like they just get lazy and decide not to follow that because it's very clear they're both talented people they just i can i can definitely see that especially i think if you ever do get around to listening to the wizard and then comparing the wizard to this like future i felt like on the wizard he was hungry like even though he had already made it it still felt like he was rapping like he had something to prove that's why the wizard was so good and this this does kind of feel like his relevancy is high enough that he doesn't really need to do much mm-hmm. and that's why this album is kind of lackluster to me it's not bad it's just he already showed that he can do a lot and this sounds like a regression to me to me this sounds a lot closer to um his self-titled album future than which is from like 2017 as opposed to the wizard uh which is newer and it, it feels like we took a step forward and then we took a step back. And I, I just don't know why. I definitely, I definitely feel that it's like a <sighs> regression. There's a, Oh, uh, the hunger. It's kind of like how, you know, Eminem dropped revival, which I still haven't gotten around to listening to that whole thing. I've listened to songs I, on it that I enjoy, but, um, it's like with Kamikaze where you could tell he was hungry. Like, you could tell he was angry. He was hungry for to prove something. To prove, like, oh, you think I suck now. Here's how I'm going to prove I'm not. And you could tell that. And then on Music To Be Murdered By, still really good album. I really enjoy that album. But it definitely had a little bit more of a relaxed thing where he kind of didn't go as hard on every single track like he did on Kamikaze. Because it was Kamikaze, I have something to prove. Music to be murdered by was kind of like, okay, now I have stuff I'm still going to prove, but I'm going to relax a little bit. And I feel like that's that's the level. Kamikaze by Eminem, that's where people need to be on every album that they write. Proving something. Proving that they deserve to be where they're standing. Not just, I made it, y'all are going to buy anyway. So. But yeah, so... While he's taking a brief minute, uh, let me know what you guys think about everything. Um, tell me what you guys thought of the future album or whatever. Uh, as I said before, doing stuff like this, it's more fun to be able to have that interaction. And I want to have more interaction with you guys because uh, I know a lot of you guys are people that are listening to my music. And I want to hear more about what you guys have to say on the music aspect, too. I want to have that open communication so I can talk with you guys about it instead of just, you know, being one side of me singing into a microphone and then being like, just release this. What y'all think? Okay. And no response. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I do think, though, getting back to the album, I do think that going into this with no anticipations, no expectations it was good. I, I, I enjoyed the album. It was definitely an enjoyable listen. And now I got to yeah. go listen to The Wizard. <laughs> yes, you do. Because, like, The Wizard is, in my opinion, like, nearly a no-skips record. Like, I, I give The Wizard, like, a five. Like, five out of five. Damn. Like, that's... And maybe a little bit of rose tint in my eyes... Because it's been a while since I've listened to it, but I, the songs that I heard from there, like they they were on my rotation for so long. Um, it, it's just I, I can't imagine not being that good still. <laughs> like they were, no, I feel they were like, up there for a 
So, uh, in other news, uh, have you heard of the dude uh, Trevor Daniel, the guy that has that song like "Falling" that plays on radio a lot? No, because I don't listen to the radio. Okay. Uh, I didn't either. I get in my mom's car and this dude's song is playing and it sounds like a little bit like Juice World and I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. And then I proceeded to cry to that song for like two days straight. It was a great song. Um, so I shared his song Falling on Instagram. I'm doing like that 30-day song challenge where you post a song every single day and I posted his song Falling on it and he fucking responded to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> So it wasn't like anything big. It was like emojis that were just like praying hands. I was like, dude, thank you so much for, you know, making the song and the album and everything. And he's like, dude, thank you so much for the kind words. And I was like, damn. All right. You're like selling hella records right now. You're fucking famous as can be. You have Black Bear hopping on your tracks. And then here we go. Oh, okay. Um. Also, uh, I think that we need to talk about the Konosuba episode because... <laughs> It's still stuck in my head. All right. Oh, man. Okay, so Konosuba, new episode. What does this excite you for the movie? Because that was like everything I loved about Konosuba was in that one episode before the movie. What What do you think the movie is going to be like after watching that episode? Um. First of all, just a note, by the way, that episode isn't actually that new. It is from 2017 as well. Just Crunchyroll put it on recently. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so that, that's actually an old... It's an OVA. It's not, you know... It wasn't like part of season. Yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, really, like I said, I'd, I can't say I know exactly what to expect, but it's just... I was, I was very happy to see that again, because I am not a comedy-type person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch comedies. I don't like comedies. But kind of in the same way that, like, even though I don't like comedic things a ton, I still have a few comedians I like. Uh-huh. This is Tube is exactly that. I don't like comedic shows normally, but Tube is just too good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's cute. It's funny. It looks really good. I think what I really I mean, enjoy about it is the fact that it blends the comedy with, like, actual storytelling and where you get attached to the characters. Yeah. So they managed to blend that perfectly together instead of you just being like, oh, haha, it's really funny. And then kind of move, kind of like Love Tyrant where it was kind of like enjoyable to watch and then we just moved on from it. Like, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> it was just like, ah. I remember the show. That's funny. I remember the show. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. It managed to blend that together. I don't know. I'm excited for the movie. I think it's going to be hilarious. Just the part with Darkness getting your tits flicked was hilarious to me. And again, favorite part of the episode, the robot walks out, who is my master, Rishi. Immediately. Not, you didn't even have time to take a breath. Who is my master? It's me. And he stands there all like heroic-like, like, it's me. Then he proceeds to get his ass whipped by the <laughs> sadistic bot. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the other dude? The, um other reincarnation dude he was fucking hilarious he was he was a quality old man oh by the way i'm a masochist Ooh, i'm nasty i'm nasty <laughs> <laughs> i could i couldn't fucking stop crying i was i was actually crying tears last night when i was watching that it was so fucking hilarious and i hope the movie is just as good i know it's about I think it's about Megamine, right? It's all about like yeah, Megamine's it's, it's, history. It's probably the legend of the Crimson Demon or something with his Megamine. Yeah. Okay, so that means we're going to be diving in. Do you think that, you know how in the uh, the manga or whatever, how there's like apparently where Kazuma and Megamine are supposed to get together? Do you think that this is going to be like taking us to that point in the light novel? It very well might. I could definitely see that. And that would make sense to kind of do as a movie and not make a season out of it too yeah i think a lot of fans well i know i would fucking riot if i had to wait every single week to watch this slow relationship start i'd be like listen i'm gonna get on a plane to japan and i'm gonna drop some bombs on y'all okay fucking release you don't shit. release the dance on the Zuma, so. <laughs> i don't know i still i still think that darkness and cosmo deserve to be together 
Especially after. I that. agree. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I still remember the bath scene, dude. Yo. Who doesn't remember the bath scene? Dude, I don't you know. How, by the way, you know how weird this sounds to anybody who hasn't watched Kota Dude, I know. I'm sitting here talking. I'm like, dude, the bath scene was the best. And it's like, dude, who doesn't remember that? Yo. Mmm. Juicy Succubus. <laughs> was actually, oh my gosh, is that where Juicy Succubus That's came where from? you got the name Juicy Succubus. That's where it came oh from. <laughs> we were talking about, because, I mean, we talked about the bathtub scene for like three months after we finished watching it. It was like every time we got on the mic, we're like, dude, I just keep thinking about the bathroom scene, man. You know? Cosmo, I still think it's funny. Cosmo's like, I don't remember anything. I was under the succubus's uh, influence. And she's like, okay. And he's like, but damn, you're good at washing beds. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> God, I forgot how. So I immediately started watching it. And I'm sitting in the chair next to my parents. And I'm watching this. And I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot how sexualized this entire show was. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Aqua pops in out of nowhere. Wait, okay, here's the point. Here's the point I'm gonna make. Where the fuck are her pants? <laughs> They're not required. I don't see anything. It's like just legs going up, and then like this sheer skirt. It doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Magic, my man. <laughs> Magic. Man, I'm I'm excited for that. It it re it re sparked that love for anime that I had watching that one episode. I was like, okay, I kind of want to watch some more. And then, and then I'm hit with the song that I watched after Clan Ad, "Only Steps Away." Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. Just hearing the song, I was like, do I know this song? Does this have any affiliation with me? And I'm just like. Uh, he said episode 15. I know what he's referring to. I was like, uh, huh? Did you did you end up listening to the song? Yeah, I did. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. Dude, I remember I listened to that song because I found it the day after that episode. And after I finished the series, and you know, I'm crying. You know, series has ended. I'm crying. I'm sobbing. And I go on like my three-hour searching, soul search walk around my neighborhood you know, after getting like three hours of sleep the night before and I'm walking around <laughs> and that song comes up and I'm sure to every passerby, it looked insane. Disclaimer, at this point in time that we're talking about this, I am 15 years old and I'm walking yeah. around my neighborhood sobbing to this song called Only Steps Away. <laughs> Talking about clan ad and the worst death ever known to mankind. <laughs> god, this show fucked me up. Oh my god. You know, the next time we get on this, we should uh choose an anime to review. I just realized that. We should do remember when we used to do our anime reviews too? Of course I remember when we did our anime reviews. No, Talking we... about kids and I were for like straight up six hours. <laughs> Dude, I just remember us doing it. We were like, Jake's out of town, and I'm talking with you, and you're like, should we watch an anime? And I was like, yeah. All right, let's watch Kids yeah, Never. I, I, I was like, I remember this one. It was pretty good. It was pretty yeah. good. Okay, let's watch it. I remember we watched it, and then we're like, dude, let's just talk about it with Jake and see what he does. And I remember he joined, and we're like, yeah, we watched an anime together and reviewed it, and he fucking left the party. <laughs> He was, he, he was a bit salty about that one. He was so mad. He's like, as soon as I go out of town, do you guys watch an anime? Yeah, pretty much. It was just too good to wait. It was. I mean, I got it tattooed on me. That's how good it was. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I... Oh, my God. We got to watch an anime to review. I've been wanting to watch The Tower of God. Have you watched that one yet? I have not. I've been wanting to, though. All I right. Been wanting to. We should. We should do that. We should, uh, instead of doing a whole uh, music review, we're going to do just an anime review podcast on this. Everybody better be yeah. strapped in because it's going to take hours. 
okay, everybody, prepare yourself for a full day of work, because that's what this is going to be. 24 hours of straight review. There's only 12 episodes, so it's going to be great. You know, double that, 24 hours, it'll be great. If it was 24 episodes. <laughs> oh, man, now we you might have to take a month off work. God, I remember. Oh, my God. Fucking Darling in the Frogs. I'm still so disappointed with it. Man, you know, I just I just don't think about anything that happened after sixteen. That was that was just it was sixteen episode show, and I just leave it there because then I can think of it as a very fond memory. Okay, by episode eighteen, that was like right before they like fucked up everything. And it's funny how we're talking about this, and then we just have a picture of zero two right here in the chat. Yeah, it's on my wall. I'm looking at it. it was, Me it was, too. It was a gift. It's right, <laughs> right above my computer. Yeah, right yeah. With, with all the all the off white branding on it that we didn't even see for many years. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't. Lil O two <laughs> busting out rhymes. I remember too the funniest thing I remember exactly what was going on with, with the last episode because I remember the finale was the same week as Warp Tour and it was like the like the last days there I remember it was just like it was like oh my gosh I want to be out of Warp Tour to watch the last episode it was when the finale was was dude. right with Warp Tour 2018 oh my god I remember us talking about it in line and we're like dude I can't believe I we go. can't watch the final episode today we were in the same place where we could talk in person about this and we can't do it. We're stuck inside or we're stuck outside with a ton of bands that are awesome, but I just want to review it. And then the <laughs> ending. Did, did we ever find out if they were going to make any more? Did we ever find there out? There isn't. No, it's done. <laughs> Kaput. Over. Oh my God. To- the thing about Warp Tour is funny, though. Hey, by the way, I still have the bottle of water that I had from Warp Tour. I don't know why I've kept it. Are you serious? But I still have. Yeah, the bottle of Dasani water that I refilled like ninety times, and I still almost had a heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Smokey was over there. I'm totally fine, and yet he slept for like the next straight week. He's like, "No, I'm not having any heat problems." I don't. <laughs> Dude, I remember that because I was like, has Smokey been on today? And you're like, dude, I haven't talked to Smokey in like three days. And I was like, like he been, he hit the bed, he gone. Like, he's dead. He's straight He dead. in another world right now. Because he, he was like, no, I'm not having any heat problems. It's just, it's just, so you're feeling pretty bad, right? I was like, ah, getting a little, a little bad there. I could probably stay for another hour or two. He's like, yeah, hey, you said we should go right now, right? Let's go. I no, no heat problems here. It's not me. It's also so bad. Yeah, so Soap's having a lot of heat. You know, we should leave right now. We should we should go right now. No, dude, I think I can hold on. No, 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 dude, don't. You don't got to be a hero here, okay? We're just we'll, we'll just leave, dude. Don't, don't worry, about it. don't worry, dude. We'll be, dude. No, 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 no. We're going to Chick Fil A. I was it's like, okay. okay, it's okay. Shh. I get you're sick. We'll leave right now. But I'm saying I'm. Shh. I I remember I thought I was gonna die so quick because it was like the first thing. <laughs> We were there with the uh, with Crown the Empire, and I was like dying there already. The heat was just murdering me. I was like, I gotta stay for the song, the one song I know. Memories of a broken heart. And then it came on, and I was like, oh, Dude, I remember your face. I remember they came out and they like immediately started playing like Zero or something. I was like, what? A hype, and I look at you and I'm like, oh shit, and you're like, what? What what's happening? What's happening? I'm like mosh pit time, and you're like what? I'm like mosh pit, and I fly into the mosh pit, and I'm just slamming into everybody, and you're like yeah, I was just like trying to follow you. I was like, what are we doing? Dude, I remember I turned around, saw you just get like... slammed by somebody. I was just getting flopped around everywhere. I was like, I'm flying. I remember I crowd surf during. I think it was the fallout. And yeah, yeah, you did. It was like right before the chorus, and it goes, Tonight will sell. And I just go flying over the crowd. Just wee! God. Bro, I, I want a work tour, but like where I actually know more than one artist there. Oh, you want to <laughs> go to Coachella? <laughs> Not Coachella. I want to go to Rolling Loud. <laughs> Rolling Loud. Oh, yeah. Or ACL. I've heard ACL's really fun, too. Yeah, that's, that's good, too. That's that's a lot closer than Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, I think, is in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I got no idea. I uh, 
build. I just, I just need to go to a Cardi show. That's that's all I need. I just need Cardi. I was so Cardi was they we had some festival. I think it was back in October. Maybe it was October before that or something. I don't know, but I remember Cardi was was in in my city at this thing, and I wanted to go so bad, but I didn't have the money for the for the dang tickets. <laughs> I was like, I want to see Cardi. That's I don't care about anyone else here. Like I do, but but Cardi. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel that during Rona, uh, my dad and I were supposed to go see A Day to Remember, the band that we've been wanting to see since I was like four years old, live. We were supposed to see them this summer, and then it got rescheduled. And we don't know when it's going to happen. So I'm like, God damn it. I was finally going to see A Day to Remember. I was going to hear them play Downfall for, of Us All live. Finally, the band that got me into the music I listen to now, and I can't see them. <laughs> it was so sad. I sat there in my room just staring at my wall for like a solid 30 minutes going, are you kidding me? They're finally in Austin. You fucking kidding me? Long time just starts playing. I ain't felt like this long time <laughs> I had a long time God, it was so bad I just feel bad because there were a ton of concerts that were coming up that everybody was hyped for and it just yeah it's kind of summer dude I know and I don't know what anybody's going to do for the summer I think I don't know I think pools may be open right now but it's only to a certain extent that they're open and then I think that's it. I don't even think water parks are opening up. No, I don't think they are either. Actually, I think I was being discussed uh, yesterday with somebody. I heard someone talking about that, and I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anything is really opening up because I think that the cost to keep it running would be too expensive for like you know twenty five percent of patrons or whatever. Yeah, with all the precautions you have to do, it's it's not worth opening anything right now. Yeah, so I think pools are open to a certain extent, and then that's it. Which I don't even know how they're getting away with that, because people are swimming in the same water, and it's gonna inevitably get in somebody's mouth or whatever, and that's just like cross contamination right there. No, you know people don't care at this point. No, I know it's just it's so ridiculous. It's like I'm bummed out because I can't do shit. <laughs> Like, everybody else is kind of, you know, enjoying having, like, 25% capacity stuff. And I'm just like, I went to Walmart today. Got some Walmart. apples. What'd y'all do? Oh, man, we had some friends over. We had a campfire. I played Minecraft. Found a woodland mansion. By the way, I'm just saying, it, it took another about 10,000 blocks from the Mesa biome to get to that mansion. Are you serious? So I went. I am now like 20,000 away from home. Oh my god. Why do they put the Woodland Mansion so fucking far away? I don't know, man. And they're so obscure, too. They're like in the weirdest spots. Yeah. I'm so... Uh, I, gotta, I gotta be gone kind of soon. Oh, okay. Then we'll uh we'll wrap it up here. Uh so yeah. Those are our opinions on future and anime and uh the rap community as a whole and life. Uh let me know what you think in the uh comments below. You know, I I say that every episode and then nobody fucking comments. Uh I do Does anybody actually listen to this by the way? <laughs> Dude, okay. Nobody's listened to my last week's episode. All right. I made an entire video on the history of issues, the band. I took all the time. It was something I was super passionate about. And it was one of the first things I wanted to do in the podcast. Recorded it, did tons of research, got it all set up. Nobody's fucking listened to it. Everybody else is listening to the other ones except for that one. So we getting hits on the little baby one. Yes, surprisingly, I think that's one of the. I think that's one of the most popular ones. Let me check real quick. Yeah. And it's all because we talked about 
Little Nas X being gay and being unable to buy foreign cars. <laughs> or maybe just because... That joke sounds so bad without the first half of that joke in context. It does. Oh my god, it sounds so bad. He's, listen, hey, he's in a cage. Let me... <laughs> I'll provide a little bit of context. So what happened was, like I said, you know, as we mentioned, he was trying to look up Little Baby, but it went up Little Nas X. And then... He was like, they're very different artists. And I was like, yeah, they are. And he was like, he's like, one has forward, one only talks about foreign cars, and one is gay. And I was like, does that mean he can't have foreign cars on these mutually <laughs> exclusive? And then that was when we started recording. So without without that part there, it's just like, what are we saying about gay people? Wait, hold on. You don't like gay people? No, 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 no. They no, just no, can't no, buy no. foreign cars. <laughs> they just can't buy foreign cars That's because it's a mutually exclusive trade. <laughs> You gotta be a straight rapper. You gotta be a straight rapper to buy a foreign car. You know, like Tyler that's McKee. why they say it so. Much. That's why they gotta affirm to you that they are with women. That's I exactly am why. straight. I like they, it's girls. So they can keep their rights to their foreign cars, because if not, the FBI Dude, the is gonna companies, come in and seize the their companies cars. are like sitting there thumping a ruler against their hand. I'm sorry. Are you? Are you straight? Uh, yeah. I got foreign cars for mad bitches. Uh, oh, okay, okay, he's good, he's good. Dude, he's good, he's good. Uh, would you like a new Lambo? Yeah, okay, but how straight are you? Uh, hops on a track. Man, I fucked seven bitches in one night. Uh, they didn't even know what was happening out. Had them out like a light. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, I got the new Lambo in cash. Uh, gotta give him free to me. I'm about to smash. It's like, oh damn, give him three. Give okay. him three. He, 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 he get caught. Get him three. Get him three in every color. Go. Yeah, that's that's the whole context for it. Uh, I just looked, and apparently it's had seven streams on Spotify alone. Uh, Podbean's a little different, the hosting site. Like, people can straight up download them. And I think on ah. there it's had, like, 14 downloads or something. So it's it's being listened to. Uh, I'm sure this one will be. I don't even know what to call this one. Like, at least with the little baby one, it made sense. Little baby didn't get his turn. Here's what you need to say. Here's, here's the title of it. Future airplane go. <laughs> that is that is the best time. Future. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Future airplane go. <laughs> yes. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you for watching this week's episode of Audio Roulette. Future airplane goes. Uh, next week we gonna hit you uh with either an anime review or a review of Avatar: Last Airbender with my producer. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, stay safe, people that may be in Minneapolis right now. Be safe, especially. Uh, just stay out of the way and you know, just do whatever you can to help. It's a sad, sad time that's happening right now. So. Just be safe, everybody. Be smart. Just try and uh, be socially distant so that way you don't get sick. And uh, we'll hit you with another review of something here pretty soon. Oh. All right. Let it, guys.